people. It is Thursday, December 31st. My name is B Hill, and this is the Just My Opinion podcast. Uh, so let's talk. Uh, today is New Year's Eve, and I am so looking forward to 2021. Um, 2020 has been a, a long year for everybody, I think. Um, I decided to take the last month off from doing the podcast just to enjoy my Thanksgiving and Christmas holidays, spend time with the family, and just kind of uh, decompress from work. I've been off the past couple of weeks uh, just kind of relaxing, took a, a short road trip to see my stepdaughter and spend some time with my extended family, but um, yeah, it, it's it was much needed time off and relaxation. Uh, a lot of stuff has been going on since the last podcast, so let's go ahead and jump into it. Uh, but first, I want to wish everyone, I hope you had a good holiday, Thanksgiving and Christmas, uh, and looking forward to a very good, prosperous uh, 2021. Uh, let's wrap up 2020 and move into some things to look forward to in 2021. So... A lot has been going on the past month. Um, unfortunately, still somewhat dealing with the whole election case, uh, presidential election, because Trump and his supporters just can't seem to grasp the fact that they lost and get over it and moved on, uh, like they told Democrats to do in 2016. Um, it has become very embarrassing at this point. They continue to grasp at straws and still think uh, that crazy uh, lawyer lady is going to release the cracking on one of her many failed lawsuits. Um, but one thing I noticed, and I had a conversation the other day with a friend of mine, is that Trump is somewhat of an oxymoron just as a person because he's stupid. And he's smart at the same time. Uh, We all know he's stupid. A lot of the stuff he says is just stupid. But the way he's smart is, um, he said a long time ago that if you said enough, people will believe it. And he is absolutely correct. Uh, When I was out of town talking to someone I love dearly, I've always known that we're on different ends of the political spectrum. But the lack of just common sense when it comes to this stuff is just amazing. We were having a conversation about uh, coronavirus and what to believe, what not to believe. And we talked about Dr. Fauci, uh, someone who has 40, 50 years in the infectious disease uh, realm. And she said how he was giving out misinformation she thinks he was paid off. And that's just one of the most ignorant comments I've ever heard. Uh, and I said, what makes you think he was paid off? Well, he just kept giving out different information. Well, it is a virus we've never dealt with before. So things are constantly changing. Therefore, the information that you give out as you learn will change as well. Science is ever-changing. So, uh, and then 
um, the blame was put on China again. This person, she was just like, you know, China did this. They manufactured this as as a bioweapon. And I know several people that continue to blame China for the virus, but failed to blame Trump for the lack of response once the virus was here. And even prior to the virus getting here, the lack of preparation by this current administration. Um, I just don't understand why they don't put the blame on the right party. Because for the first few months, uh, Trump and the administration said it was a Democratic hoax. Uh, Once the election was over, you would never hear about it again. As if the Democrats had something to do with that. Uh, Everything is not political. Everything is not Democrat versus Republican, but to them it is. Uh, and it's just, it's sad to see someone you care about and you know they're good people genuinely believe this nonsense without any proof. And I wanted to get into if this person thought the election was rigged, but I was there on Christmas and I didn't want to even have that conversation because I think once I started giving facts that would have changed the nature of the visit and I was having a good time so I didn't want to get into all of that Um, right now I think Trump did sign the stimulus bill so everyone is getting I think $600 or the the appropriate people or the qualified individuals will get $600 uh, compared to the $2,000 requested um Bernie Sanders has been requested 2000 for a while. And of course, Democrats, mainly Mitch McConnell, uh, has said no. And they've, uh, even in a unanimous decision by the House, uh, bipartisan bill passed by the House of $2,000, uh, Mitch McConnell won't even bring it to a vote. Um, and I'm going to talk about him more a little later because he is my verbal middle finger for this this week. Um, now, getting back to the election, um, over 60 cases have been thrown out because of lack of proof. And I recently joined TikTok uh, about a little over a month ago. And it is amusing and somewhat scary. Um, Everything is so political, everything is so divided, and just the lack of common sense by Trump supporters, and even outside of just the political part of it, it's just the meanness of people. Um, There are some disabled people that I follow uh, because I want to support their content, and most of the content is just... uh, maybe short dance videos or something like that, but the fact that people will go on to their pages, follow them, just to make negative comments to try to hurt someone's feelings and put them down, it just astonishes me the level of um, meanness people will have to strangers. Um, of course, there are keyboard warriors. Social media has made it somewhat acceptable for these people with low self-esteem to go to other people's platform and just demean them for no reason at all. Uh, and the funny thing is, so for instance, there was a girl, she's, uh, she's a thick girl, 
was posting content, dance videos and whatnot, and a guy came on calling her, he left a comment calling her a whale, and said it's always the fat chicks that want to make dance videos. When you pull up his profile, this dude could stand to eat a few salads himself. And what's the saying about throwing rocks if you live in a glass house or throwing stones when you live in a glass house? That's exactly what you get uh, on social media, period. And I haven't posted any content, uh, but I'm not one to continue to go back and forth with people about stuff. I just don't understand how, why would you follow someone you don't like? Or why would you continue to follow someone and comment on their content just to be a troll? To me, that's someone with low self-esteem. Uh-oh. And misery loves company. I mean, to me, that's what it boils down to. You have to be a poor, spirited, or minded, or insecure individual to intentionally go on someone's um, content just to leave mean comments. I, I just don't get it. But this is where we are now. Um, I think the this administration has made it okay to uh, to be mean and to talk about people and demean people because the person at the top has done that consistently for the past four years. Uh, constantly making up stupid nicknames, Sleepy Joe, uh, calling Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas and all kind of other stuff. And when you see it from the top, it's some people think it's okay. And we continue to see um, basically the decline of moral value over the past four years. Even when we looked at the whole wearing a mask issue and how there's a certain group of people who basically demand you allow them to do what they want to do within your own establishment. I know I've had this conversation before and I've mentioned it on the podcast before. Um, People that seek attention by going into places that have signs requiring a mask. Just because it's independently owned store or place of business requires a mask, it doesn't have to be a law. You know, you abide by their rules and there shouldn't be any exceptions for that. Um, but the people that intentionally go into these places just to cause a scene, it, even nine, ten months later, is just ridiculous. Uh, we're still dealing with this, you know, months later. And I just think that's the culture we're in now. And when you look at how Oregon uh, last week, armed white men once again went to the Capitol building, vandalized the building by kicking in. Uh, doors and breaking windows while armed nothing happened to them police stood there and watched but again you have black person killed by the police um, protest and the police show up in riot gear for people demonstrating and protesting against police brutality against black people and just the contrast in how the differences of how the situations are handled by the police is is astounding and this is exactly why we need change because police they show restraint when it comes to white people I mean that's putting it as blunt as I can be they show restraint 
that was a, a video uh, I posted on Facebook a couple of months ago or about a month ago where it was a white man in the car stopped by the police he had a gun in the car the police was asking him to get out of the car he said no and he said if you try to pull me out I will shoot you then he drove off he was taken alive um just last week in Illinois a white man shot up a bowling alley I think two or three people died two or three people injured he was taken alive but yet a black man with a cell phone in his hand once again shot and killed by the police so they show restraint when they want to but it seems like just being black is an automatic uh, heightened sense of security that they need for themselves and everything is they feel for the uh, feared for their life when it comes to black people and frankly we're just tired of it personally I'm tired of hearing the stories and seeing the stories of how white people can be taken alive um, and black people shot dead with their hands in the air and not posing a threat uh, just last week Christmas day in Nashville a guy drove an RV and blew up downtown Nashville not once have I heard him described it was a white man but not once has he been described as a domestic terrorist and now the president hasn't said anything about it he hasn't denounced anything uh, because of course it came out that this was a Republican dude so he probably voted for Trump and But these are the ones that are blowing up buildings. This is not the first building that's blown up uh, by a white dude. This is not, I mean, it's just, it's frustrating. It's frustrating all the way around um, the treatment that black people get. And I will never sit here and defend somebody who was wrong. Um, I don't think you should run from the cops. Um, but running from the cops it shouldn't be a death sentence either I think it makes it worse because the likelihood of them shooting a black man is is more likely than not even if it's in the back even if you're running away from them you know it's I I don't condone that behavior but there shouldn't be a death sentence either Uh, it just shows we need justice we need some type of reform in the police department's uh, training and this leads me into uh, a conversation that happened last month and where uh, former president Barack Obama he had some comments and statements about the term defunding the police and his comments were something I wholeheartedly agree with I think they need to remove the word defund because during the election um, a lot of House Democrats lost their seats um, due to the fact of running on the defund the police platform and the problem with that is defund can be misconstrued because I even explained it to several people uh, during the election what defund means because when certain people hear the word defund they think of getting rid of altogether 
and that's not what it means. So what President Obama's statement was is that, you know, defund is a catchy slogan, but it uh, doesn't get your point across because it's confusing to certain people. And Sean King, who's an uh, activist, and I followed him for a while. Um, I think he's a smart person. I think for the most part he has good intentions, but he does not like President Obama or Joe Biden. He's a Bernie Sanders supporter, has been for years, but whenever he has the chance to throw President Obama under the bus, he will do so. And Joe Biden as well. He was one of the ones I think I spoke about a few months ago that were when Biden received the nomination that was saying that uh, black people should withhold their vote and demand certain things from the Biden administration. Uh, and at that point, my response and opinion of that was he's ridiculous for saying that at the time because that is the choice. We need to support that choice in order to get rid of what we have now, which is Trump and that mentality. Um, I also left him a comment about his disdain for uh, President Obama and any chance he gets. I think, you know, in reading some of his comments, he act like Obama was, should have been the great savior for black people. Obama's hands were tied uh, in a lot of cases. Now, could he have done more? Yeah, I, I think he could have. But I think he did what he felt was best. And I honestly wholeheartedly believe that. I don't think Obama was perfect. I don't have him on a pedestal. Uh, Obama is a man like any other president we've had. He's just a man. And he's not a miracle worker. And that's with any politician. They're not miracle workers. And they can't do everything they say they're going to do. They have to have the votes in order to do these things. So politicians run on platforms where they promise you all of this stuff and maybe 10 or 15% if you're lucky of the things they promise will actually get done. Because look at the current administration. Do we have a wall built? Do we have uh, a different option from the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare? No, but that's what he ran on. That's what his promises were. So holding politicians accountable, um, you can do that to an extent based on voting for certain bills and propositions that come up. But you can't really think that these people will get everything done they campaign on. And my issue with Bernie Sanders was in 2016, I voted for Bernie Sanders in the primary against Hillary but Bernie Sanders does not have a winning platform you have to win first before you start making change you have to get in the office and make change from the inside out uh, and Bernie Sanders was very unwilling to move uh, any of his platform ideas and ideologies because when people think about Bernie Sanders they think about just him giving away everything and that's not a winning platform. That's why he's run a couple of times and he's lost a couple of times because he has failed to change his platform or be more inclusive um, with his thoughts and 
some of the things he wants to get accomplished. Bernie Sanders is a is my way on the highway kind of dude. That's what I got from him, and I definitely didn't vote for him this year. Um, now Joe Biden was not my first choice, but that's who we have. So, but with uh, Sean King, it's just the defund the police um, topic. I think is an important one. And yes, we do need to defund the police and allocate those funds other places that will help police officers get them out of situations where they're responding to calls they're not trained to handle. Um, They definitely need further de-escalation training. Uh, They need possibly psychologists um, on hand with them in some cases where someone is having a mental breakdown issue or uh, episode and that could help so some of those resources need to go to those type of options but just saying defund the police the initial thought is just remove the police and that's just Democrats have always had a problem with branding and that was their problem in 2016 and it was a big problem this year as well Um, but fingers crossed John Ossoff and Warnock can claim those two Senate seats in Georgia on the 5th, and we could flip the Senate uh, to a majority Democrat and actually get something done, because McConnell has already proven that he's not going to work with uh, the Democrats or Joe Biden, just like he failed to work with uh, President Obama. And why people continue to vote for this dude I don't get it. Um, I think people forget that these politicians work for us and we don't work for them. So uh, I'm just confused on that. But looking at um, COVID, uh, it seems like there's a new strain of COVID out and not sure how the current vaccine is going to affect that. I'm still on the fence about even getting the vaccine. Um, I don't know anyone who's gotten it yet, um, but my brother was diagnosed with COVID last week, and fortunately, he seems to be getting better. It seems like his biggest um, symptoms were just fatigue. Uh, he said he lost his taste and smell for a few days, but it was back. He's starting to eat again because he didn't eat for several days but he's gotten his appetite back a little bit uh, but the biggest thing is just fatigue so I'm happy about that uh, you know I hate seeing my brother go through it uh, when I talked to him when I first found out uh, he sounded terrible um, and you just don't know how COVID is going to affect everybody it affects people differently so uh, I was pretty concerned when I first found out, that's why I immediately called him just to check on him. But I've been checking in with him daily, making sure everything is cool, making sure he has things he needs uh, from the grocery store or whatnot. Um, but it's just take care of yourself, wear your mask, wash your hands. Uh, he's not sure where he got it from. It was probably from his job because uh, he was still going into the office they were starting to bring staff back into the office, uh, but there's no way to really pinpoint how he got it. Um, for
unfortunately, again, he seems to be on the mend. He's doing a little better. Um, and I hadn't been around him since Thanksgiving, neither of my parents. So that was a, a good thing, too. I know my parents are up in age and they're concerned about, you know, getting it as well. And I know it's been hard on them because they are so used to traveling and haven't been able to do so. Um, but hopefully going into 2021 uh, you know we'll start to see a dynamic more people get vaccinated but one thing that pissed me off about the, the vaccine and the way it's been distributed is specifically Lindsey Graham and Marco Rubio these are two people that downplayed the virus um, said it was like the common flu it would be gone they supported Trump in the way he handled things and they were some of the first ones in their state to get vaccinated. And I think they should have been last and not even vaccinated at all. I think more high-risk people should have been vaccinated before people that didn't take it seriously. Um, that kind of stuff just irritates me. And that's the problem with politicians altogether. Uh, they don't seem to have any consequences of their actions. And looking at the two runoffs in Georgia, Kelly Loeffler and David Perdue, uh, there's proof of them um, involved in insider trading, and they've benefited off of the pandemic. They benefited off of the confidential information that they received, and they were able to buy and sell stock based on that information, which is considered insider trading, and both of these people are ready for the Senate. Uh, honestly, neither one of them should. Kelly Loeffler, she's the richest senator uh, in the Senate. So, if you're the richest senator in the Senate, why would you even want this job? You know, she doesn't seem, uh, she's a part owner of a WNBA basketball team, and her entire team has voted for or campaigned for the other candidate. They don't even like her. And she's very out of touch. Uh, I watched her debate, which was a huge debacle. Um, you know, I've always been a person that just wants to do what's right. And even if what the overall correct thing to do does not benefit me directly, but it benefits the majority, I'm okay with that because I'd rather see the majority win even if I have to sacrifice a little bit. That's why I don't have a problem paying taxes. Um, I'm willing to pay taxes so everybody could benefit from that. My issue is having everybody pay their own fair share of taxes, such as Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos, the owner of Amazon, has benefited from this pandemic. But he still doesn't pay a fair wage to a lot of his employees. Um, you know, it's just it's just not fair. I just like things to be fair. Uh, Taxes-wise, just across the board, because I think that would answer a lot of the, or resolve a lot of the issues we have now in America, and it's just holding corporations uh, responsible for their actions as well and treating them um, like they treat the common citizen. I mean, I should not be paying more taxes than Amazon does just because they have these the benefit to write certain things off. 
option to move on. I do have um, some reservations about January 6th, and this is when uh, Mike Pence will have to preside over in the electoral process and actually appoint Joe Biden as the president-elect. Um, I've learned more about the um, the process of the electors in the electoral college than I have in my 40 years plus years of life over the past couple of months uh, because everything has been so challenged. I had no idea what the detail of the process of the electoral college was and the fact that the people that were making the the votes uh, for the electors, you know, they have their life threatened because they were doing their job. Um, this, the people that claim to be patriots are, they don't seem to like democracy. And it amazes me at how people will continue to say voter fraud, but nothing has been proven. Uh, none of this information has been uh, given to a court as evidence. The little evidence they did have was shot down because it was not good evidence. There was really no definitive proof on voter fraud. Um, the bombing that happened in Tennessee last week, and there was a rumor going around. I know I saw it on Parlor that it was an AT&T building that was blown up that they were the target um, of the blast. And it was because the Georgia Dominion voting machines were going to that facility to be audited. So in order to stop the audit, this dude blew up the building. And there was absolutely zero proof of that at all. Why would a telecommunications company be auditing voting machines? It just it doesn't make sense. But these fools come up with the most random um, conspiracy theories and you know, at one point they were saying that Nancy Pelosi's family owned the voting machines and I mean it just it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. And even just not even a, from a political standpoint, if there was voter fraud and it went to the Supreme Court, the highest court in the land, and three of the judges were handpicked by Trump. And they all said no. Do you think they were bought out too? You know, it just, it does not make sense. And I'm just a person of common sense and none of this makes any sense. Um, so I'll be glad to close this chapter of 2020 um, and not look back. Uh, it has been a long year with COVID. Uh, I lost my grandfather this year. Um, you know, ended some friendships and relationships, um, and honestly, I just want peace, I, I just want peace, like tonight, uh, I'm going to be by myself, and I just want to bring in the new year in prayer, and just peace, um, and that's what I want going into 2021, um, I have some personal goals, and I won't call them resolutions because they're long-term goals um, that 
I would like to accomplish that I'm currently working on. And I am trying to minimize the distractions as much as I can because I just like a quiet, peaceful life. Uh, at this age, I don't have time for drama, um, nonsense. I just want to live a peaceful life and be around the people that I love, that love me, take care of them, do what I need to do, and just go on with life. Because that's what it's about. Life is too short. Uh, one thing that has I've known for a while, but this really has shown is that life is very short. And it's like, do the things that make you happy, be around the people that make you happy, and you know have your back, and just be the per- best person you can be. Uh, because tomorrow is not promised. Um, those that are close to you, let them know you love them. Um, and just keep it pushing. Because tomorrow is not promised. Especially with COVID. Um, there was a, a pastor, Fred Thomas, that lives in McKinney, which is not far from me. Uh, he's a comedian. Follows him on Facebook. And I think it was like December 7th or 8th. He was posting on Facebook. He was in the hospital from COVID on the ventilator. And one day, his wife posted that he seemed to be doing a little better. The next day, his son posted and said his father had died. Uh, just within the past couple of days, a new, newly elected senator from Louisiana, I think, he died. 41 years old, no pre-existing conditions. Um, so this stuff is just, there's nothing to play with. Life is nothing to play with. We only get one of them. And I don't have time to hold grudges. Um, if I did anybody wrong, I apologize. Please forgive me. Um, you know, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm wrong. Uh, if you've done anything to hurt me or cross me, I forgive you. I'm, I'm done with it. We might not talk again, but I'm done with it. I don't hold grudges. I'm just, I want to move on. Life is too short to just hold that anger in. Um, let me just get to the verbal middle finger for this week. And as I said, it goes to Mitch McConnell. Um, this dude is holding up or blocking voting on the stimulus bill. Um, who knows why? Well, obviously he doesn't think the people deserve it. Uh, but for one man to have all of that authority when you have so many other people voting for it is ridiculous. We have to do something about that. If it's term limits for senators or something, because one person should not have that much power. Uh, and he obviously does not care about the people. Even Trump wanted to grant $2,000. Um, but he says, no, it's too much. Now, Republicans are concerned about the deficit. When the past four years, they have not been but now when you have a Democratic president, they're going to be concerned about the budget and Mitch McConnell will block everything, just like he did with Obama. So, Mitch McConnell, you deserve the middle finger because you're an asshole. And I hope you lose and I hope you uh, are not the Senate Majority Leader because you don't care about the people that elected you. But also, the people that elected him, they put him back in office for nothing. They had another viable candidate against him this year chose this fool again um, so you get what you vote for but I'm praying that Democrats can get the majority in the Senate and we can actually get stuff done for the 
So I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up for the end of 2020. Um, and I will just leave it with this. The greatest prison people live in is the fear of what other people think. And that's why I don't care what people think about me. Because you don't pay my bills. Um, I know what I think about myself. Like I heard a long time ago, it's not what they call you. It's what you answer to. With that, Happy New Year. Uh, hope y'all have a wonderful, safe New Year. Be safe. Uh, until next time, God bless. Peace. Thank you.